In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You're very welcome to the Brendan Option coming to you courtesy of Immaculate Productions. I am still Father Brendan Kilcoyne. If you like our work, would you please hit the subscribe button, free gratis and for nothing. If you wish to send us a few quid, which we invariably need, uh, will you try Patreon or PayPal or or just, you know, huge wads of cash in the mail even, you know. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm joking about that. Uh, keep us in the prayers. Keep the comments coming. Some years ago, several years ago, The Spectator, a great magazine, by the way, the, the, the English Spectator, ran a competition. Well, they, they run these competitions regularly and they put up a great classical painting. I can't remember the name of the painter, perhaps David, I can't remember, um, of Napoleon. And in the painting, which is very stylized, uh, Napoleon is on horseback, magnificently, the, the horse magnificently caparisoned Napoleon, not full imperial regalia, but full military regalia, surrounded by his marshals. And somebody has come forward to him and is half kneeling by the horse, as it were, in supplication. Uh, so the spectator put it up and they offered a bottle of good Scotch whiskey to anybody who come up with a caption for the painting. Yeah, and there were a number of absolutely ingenious captions. But one of them was, as it were, speaking through the mouth of the the supplicant, the man kneeling, are we retreating from Moscow, my emperor? To which Napoleon replies, no, we are advancing on Paris, my idiot. And your man got the whiskey. Okay, lately... I was in discussion with a friend of mine who is actually a Francophile, um, you know, and would enjoy this. We had a bit of an argument and it was about these videos. And he said, you know, he said, I like, you know, I like the videos. I like the work you're doing. But he, he said, you know, you you're, you're keep harping on about, oh, now it's small. Now it's all small. You know, we're not the great Irish church anymore. We're a small concern. We're a mom and pop store. We're, you know, we're... We're at small potatoes now. He said, I'm sick of listening to this, this loser stuff from you, this defeatist stuff. Talk big, think big, plan big. He said, that's what will raise our morale. Now, personally, I thought he was speaking a load of nonsense, but he was treating me to a, a rather good dinner at the time. So naturally, I was, I was somewhat circumspect in my answer. I thought about it afterwards, and I'm not sure he was totally wrong. I think there's right on both sides in the matter, as is often the case. I do think I'm right. Wait for it. I do think I'm right to keep drawing your attention to the fact that we are, shall we say, in a post-imperial situation. Because we tend to forget that the Irish didn't have a temporal empire, but we did have a spiritual empire. Quite, quite a remarkable reach, actually, which more or less shadowed the British Empire. Our priests turned up in most of the English-speaking countries. Our priests and our religious, I should have said. I should certainly have said. And so now we're post-imperial. So now, you know, it's not what it was, and we, we absolutely must get our heads around this. It'll be a disaster if we don't. And I, I'm sorry to say that I think that some people, even some people in leadership, have not quite digested this. 
we are not the Irish people at prayer anymore. As was once said, uh, wasn't it, of, of the Church of England that it was the Tory party at prayer. We are not the Irish people. We are not the nation at prayer. We are not. Yeah? That's over. We're a minority in our own country. Does that occur to you? A minority, a small minority in our own country. We're not in, even in a position yet to claim the privileges of a minority, to play on middle-class virtue and middle-class sentimentality. And it's hard sometimes to work out which of those two is the more powerful. Look at the woke situation, for example. Seems to be a mixture of both. We can't even appeal to that because we're seen as being the former oppressors. So we don't even get the sympathy vote. We don't even get the pass. And yet here we are. We need to be clear on what we need to be doing in our new situation, which is to be far more mobile. Uh, as I've said before, question whether the parish structure is actually the most the most suitable for us in this situation. There are only a few thousand young Catholics in the whole island. They don't have the same loyalty to the parish structure, except maybe through the GA, And that's really, at this stage, the GA is not a Catholic organisation. Uh, in fact, in some ways, it's anything but. No offence. I'm just saying the way it is. I'm not being nasty. I'm just saying people have made, made calls. People have made decisions. Now they need to suck up the consequences and live with them. They can't just pretend to be all things to all men. So the GA is not that. The GA is a modern sporting organisation. So I, I would question to whether those parish structures are, are, are useful to us anymore. And there are a whole load of implications besides. But I think my friend had a point. I think, do you know, I think there is a time for, to, for saying... Not ironically, not sarcastically, but with uh, a, a degree of, of hope and confidence that must, at, in our situation, seem pathetic at times. We are advancing on Paris. We are not retreating from Moscow. We are advancing on Paris. Now, Trump said, in a deal, always be closing. I don't think he came up with that himself. And I'm damned if I can think of who came up with it. It's some American businessman, as far as I remember, pre-Trump, well pre-Trump, always be closing, always be closing. Yeah, in a, in a business deal. Advancing on Paris. I like it. I like it. Fine. Think big. So now let me spoil your evening for you. I need to be clear here because I am a Catholic priest and in that sense I am the Pope's man and I'll say that anywhere I go. Right? So I'm not saying this to be disloyal or disrespectful or anything else, but I do need to make something clear. Is that as we are beaten and we've lost a, a terrific cultural struggle, a Kulturkampf, as we are now largely irrelevant, an object of some contempt, as we are, we are bound duty-bound, obliged spiritually by our baptism, confirmation, and in my case, by holy orders. In most of your cases, through the marriage vows. All of those together, we are bound to plan for world domination. What an outrageous thing to say. What a dangerous thing to say. Because not only might I get in trouble with the, with the, with the world outside, I, you know, I, quiet, inoffensive little country priest. Not only might I get in trouble with the world outside, I might get in trouble with the church as well. 
So I'm saying this now. We are not out to use immoral methods to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, but Christ must reign. And even in our present paralytic condition, we must be already planning for the reign of Jesus Christ, which is to say planning for our cooperation in the unfolding of the kingdom. We must be continually and at all times advancing on Paris. And I thank my friend for that. Now, in terms of advancing on Paris, I have uh, some, some ongoing update for you on The Hedge, on our little conference, do you remember, from our recent episode? Yeah? The, the, the conference in Knock, the last weekend of August, 25th, 26th, 27th, from Friday evening to Sunday afternoon, 25th, 26th, 27th, in St. Mary's, in Knock, is going ahead, full blast. It's aimed at young people, by which I mean, oh, 18 to 40, or thereabouts. Okay, it's aimed, it's aimed at young people, not because we older people don't deserve to be supported too, but because we can't do everything and we need to aim at providing some supports for the young. So now I'm going to say to the young, we are, we are going to discuss advancing on Paris. This is strategic. You need to be in on these things, so don't sit and cry and whinge and snivel and moan and howl because nothing's being put on for you, and then, oh flaky one, not go to anything when it's put on for you. Knock, 25th, 26th, 27th, because we're banjaxed, and at the same time we have the trifling worry of having to plan for world conquest. You understand the difficulties. Father Vincent Toomey talking about the life of Pope Benedict, life and writings of Pope Benedict. You have to be there. He, he studied under 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 ben, he, under Ratzinger as a, a graduate student. Uh, you ha, you have to be there to hear him. David Power, Mayo architect, talking about domestic architecture in the Catholic context. Henry Harkin on the on the modern the modern craze for beekeeping. Okay, which is a, a wonderful development in the the modern age. Your obedient savant. Myself, okay, um, talking to you about our cousin, current and future trends in our current and future situation. Father Gavin Jennings, who will be talking to you uh, uh, on various uh, various issues uh, concerning the whole woke thing, and James Bradshaw, who will be talking talking to you about uh, uh, crucial elements in the understanding of Irish history modern Irish history. This is a serious little little conference. Now you say, oh, it's only a little thing. It's only a little thing in Knock. Uh, how many did Our Lady appear to? Remind me in Knock. How many did Our Lady appear? Well, not Our Lady, but uh, let me just point out. The Redeemer of the whole world and Our Lady and St. Joseph and St. John and the Scatheron of Angels. Okay. How many did they appear to? What? 5,000, 10,000, 20,000? No. No. They just appeared to a handful of people. So, look, don't bore me. Knock. At the end of August, last weekend of August, for advancing on Paris. Attack! In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.